1: You're listening to Thoughts and Theories on RFM, where I'll delve deeper into the meanings and messages of films, books, TV shows, and more. I'm Asha Amastri Asri, and let's get into it. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts and Theories. Uh, I hope everyone's doing all right. I know it's mock exam season for those of you who are still going to school. Um, I hope everything's okay. I know things can be a little bit stressful. Um, especially the Year 11s who are taking NCA-styled exams for the first time. Um, But don't worry, I'm sure you'll do great. Um, It's been pretty stressful for me, I do have to say. Uh, But luckily, tomorrow's my last exam, so I can sort of, like, forget about it for two months uh, before I have to actually do the proper exam. And then summer, guys, summer vacation at the very end of the year. That is what we're working towards, and I'm done with high school. (laughs) And then then I am outies, guys. (laughs) anyway uh let's not talk about school here we want to we want to release the stress right we want to get away from it not talk about it um so um i've been on tiktok lately uh like when am i not and um something's been trending which i wanted to talk about the new little mermaid it's been all over my feed everyone is talking about it some say good things some say bad things so let's let's talk about it right so, here's what I'm thinking. Um, I love The Little Mermaid, of course. I grew up, I grew up reading it, uh, the little story, and then I grew up watching the movie. And then, I knew there was one Little Mermaid adaptation, if I'm not wrong, but I've never, I've never seen it, like a live-action adaptation. Um, I've never seen it because it looked pretty bundy, so I didn't. Um, and now this is, and I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh my god, it looks so cool, especially with like our cgi now (laughs) so i'm really excited for this new ariel movie and obviously with every adaptation there will always be a few things that some people don't like and they're not going to follow the um they're not going to follow the cartoon exactly i knew i know for a fact that i've had some issues with uh i've had some issues with um Mulan the Mulan live action and I know a lot of people did and a lot of people like it so it's a lot about like it's a it's an opinion thing at the end of the day so um but but Mulan is a is another issue that I can talk about later I guess um but Beauty and the Beast was just lovely you know that live action was just really beautiful everyone was just casted so well and having um Emma as having emma play bella was just the most that was like the smartest that was the smartest thing ever because she literally sees it so much and her dress that like something about princess live adaptations the one that i focus on the one that i look at is always the dress right so the the movie the casting whatever could be bad I don't care, but if they mess up the transformation dress, like the dress that makes the princess movie iconic, then then that's it. Then that's it. You're out of my life forever. Just like that. Like I haven't seen that new Cinderella one with um, was what's her name, Camila Cabello? I think that's her name. I'm not sure. Um, but like that that music artist, I haven't seen that one because I only saw her dress from the trailer. And can I just say that dress? One, that dress does not fit. Okay, yeah, actually, yeah, now that's it. That dress does not fit, and I am super mad, like I know it's supposed to be like a modern ish like it's a modern twist uh like a um a modern take on the thing, so I guess, and other people like it, um, but I just I can't with the dress like that for me that's that is um that is the hill that I will die on that is the one thing that i cannot that I cannot for the life of me like ignore. That will just... Everything else... That movie could be like 10 out of 10. Every single aspect. Great casting, great music, great whatever. Great plot. Um, but if that dress sucks, then you are out of my life. I'm sorry, I just spent the last four minutes ranting about this dress. But okay, look. So that Cinderella does not exist to me. That that movie is dead to me. Um, Beauty and the Beast, that movie is amazing. Uh, beautiful. And it just reminds me how much I love, I love my fairy tales and to see it like with real people and modernized and things. It's just, it's so nice. So nice. Um, but anyway, I'm getting distracted. Um, obviously the little mermaid hasn't come out yet, but the trailer seems to show a lot of promises, especially for the fact that, um, I know, I know a lot of live actions. You use a lot of CGI because like I said, it's fantasy, but, um, (laughs) but the little mermaid like for for a lot of the first half of the movie and i think the end it's like underwater and that can be like pretty difficult i can imagine um and it's it's pretty good i do have to say that there's been a lot of controversy and a lot of um either hatred or love for this movie specifically because of who they chose to act um in the in the movie because the um the actress is black, and as we know, Ariel from the original story is not black. Um, some people absolutely hate it, which okay. And some people love it, you know, the whole thing about uh, inclusivity and you know things like that. Um, so let's let's break it down, right? Some people hate it um, because they it doesn't follow the original storyline like because in the original storyline ariel is white so they are really mad that they're changing this character just to fit like to just to hop on this trend that is you know all about being inclusive and things like that and they think it's unnecessary and they don't like it um blah 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 you know stuff like that and i'm like okay i can see why you would be on the Okay. Okay, so just hear me out first. I can see why you would be on the fence about it in the first place. Um but it, for me it like at first I was surprised. I was like, Oh, that's she's she wasn't she wasn't black in the movie, like in the original movie, and I was like, eh, whatever. Um it's fine. And plus she's absolutely gorgeous. And then but they they just say their excuses are oh like it's just it doesn't follow the plot and i'm like what do you mean like yeah it changed but it shouldn't affect like it doesn't have any effect to her storyline and they're like oh but it's just it's not true to the true princess you know and i'm like uh ariel's a fish (laughs) like yeah but they're like she's she's a white fish and i'm like what She's a fish. Like, she's a mermaid. A fish shouldn't even be half human, half fish, right? So, then you're worried about her skin color. And they're like, oh, but it's just, it's just not being true. And it's like, yeah, this is like not great. And it's ruining her character. I'm like, how does it ruin her character? Literally, have you seen the trailer? She is gorgeous. She is absolutely gorgeous. And those locks underwater just boom it hits different um and they're just like hate. like okay the thing is with some of these people like i can tell there are some people who are genuinely upset because of their character the character that they grew up with is slightly different to what it is right and i'm okay at first yeah whatever but the people some people who are hopping onto this trend and like of being upset about this i can tell are just using this as an excuse to just hate on like the whole fact that we're including more people of color within ma- like mainstream media and it's just it literally makes me sick <laughs> the, f- the fact that so many people are still on this like how what, how does it matter i don't get it and then they're like the, some of their arguments are like oh but what if uh, princess tiana from um the that frog movie what if what if she was white? oh you guys would be mad if it was like that and i'm like uh, yeah of course we would be mad because her being black in that movie is a central part of her character all the all the like colored okay i can't i can't remember all but most of the colored princesses it's a part of their character for example mulan you can't change her to be white because it's all about chinese culture right and um pocahontas you can't change it to be white because it's all about, I haven't actually seen it in a long time, but I know it's say in the wilderness and it's about her people and like, you know, colonization and stuff like that. So you can't colonize the white. Like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. 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 But Tiana, okay. That pissed me off when they brought, when they brought um, Tiana back in, Um, you can't change her to be white because it's like a main part of our story. Like she grew up in poverty and she's trying to work for her own right and then and like, and they they just keep bringing her up like but see so you would be offended by it too and i'm like yes by diff- because of different reasons for ariel she doesn't it's what mermaid culture it's not real culture it's it's not a real culture and it's like it doesn't matter if she's white or not she's a fish a fish who grows legs to be with a man she just met. She's a fish. Calm down. Touch some grass, please. Anyway, <clears throat> now that we've got the oven done, list, I just, sorry, I can't. I'm just, I'm so dumbfounded a lot of the times when I have these arguments with people. Because I genuinely heard some girls at, like, at school, like, talking talking like not great about it and I was just like what are your reasons I wasn't in the conversation I was across the conversation and I didn't want to argue with them um but what are your reasons like give me one valid reason and then there was this one person online that I heard who actually had a valid reason who didn't like it they didn't like the fact that Ariel was black because they wanted just a new black princess like why do we have to change the princesses that we already have to suit our needs when we could just create a new princess like we just need more princesses of color the effects straight up and I was like okay you know what fair enough that's a fair argument I get that um but the fact that they won't give us any um is you know the fact that won't change which is slightly sad maybe maybe in the future but this needs a bit it's a bit behind in this area you know i don't know about this whole thing with inclusivity and stuff like that but i don't know because if a little girl were to watch it to watch the little mermaid i'm pretty sure she wouldn't be stuck on the color of ariel's skin and she would just be like whoa a mermaid and this handsome man they just fell in love oh my god you know like it's just it's a fantastical story and it's just it's really nice and it's all about it's a really simple love story that we all watched as a kid we're all gatekeeping it so much and it's just it baffles me it baffles me every time something like this happens and it shouldn't at this point it really shouldn't um but no, I'm getting I'm getting too riled up, so I am going to um, put on a song while I <clears throat> while I calm down for a bit, and you guys can I guess reminisce in your childhood as I <laughs> as I turn on this absolute classic, guys.
0: BRB. Percussion. Strings, winds, words. There you see her sitting there across the way? She don't got a lot to say But there's something about her And you don't know why But you're dying to try You wanna kiss again. Did you hear something? Yes, you want her Look at her, you know you do Possible she wants you to There is one way to ask her don't take a word, not a single word. Go on and kiss the girl. Sing with me now. Sha-la-la-la-la-la-bye, oh, my. Look like a boy too shy. He gonna kiss the girl. sha la 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 He that sad, ain't a shame? Too bad he gonna miss the girl. You know, I feel really bad not knowing your name. <laughs> Maybe I could guess. Is that, uh, Mildred... Okay, no How about uh, Diana? Rachel? Ariel, her name is Ariel Ariel? Ariel? That's kind of pretty Okay, Ariel Now's your moment Floating in a blue lagoon you better do it soon No time will be better yeah, 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 yeah. She don't say a word And she won't say a word Until you kiss, kiss a girl. A- why yeah, why the Mister, girl for <laughs> Don't be scared you got Kiss the girl Sha la 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 Don't stop now Don't try to hide it how you wanna kiss the girl Sha la 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 float along and listen to this fine kiss the girl Sha la 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 the music play you want the music say you gotta kiss the girl (laughs) Kiss the girl girl. (laughs)
1: And welcome back, guys. Oh, that song genuinely, like, touched me in the feels. And I I felt like I was watching the movie all over again in my head. Like, you know, when they first came down on that boat and all the sea life around them is trying to hook Ariel up and Ariel is mutant yeah, I don't know, I don't know, it just, oh, it just, it hit so nice, it was so nice, um, but as, as that song was going on, I was just, I was searching up when it was, like, released or something, so I was on, I was on Spotify, and, um, I was looking at the album, and the album was released in 1997, 1997, like, that is 25 years ago-ish, I think, 25 years. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, okay, I know that movie is old, but I forgot, like, it was that old. Did you know Tangled came out, like, 12 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Feel old, Ian? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, The Little Mermaid came out 12 years ago. No, 29- tw- the- what is it? 25 years ago, sorry. I just think it's crazy how, um,. How is still, like, one of the best movies ever. I just love those classics, those movies. Um, Cinderella, Mulan, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. uh, oh, 12 Dancing Princesses. Oh, that's so nice. I know there's Barbie and something else, but still. They're all just, they just hold such a key part in my childhood. And I just, I don't think I can live. I don't think my life would be the same way as it is without these stories. As you all know, um, these childhood stories are Disney added, like, it's Disney adapted. So, it is adapted for younger audiences, and, you know, I, I like to call it disney right? Because it's not, in the original story, it is not the same. And I'm not sure if many of you know this or not, but, um... The Little Mermaid is also one of the movies or one of the stories that got changed from the original book. So, um, I don't have the book with me, so I can't read it to you, but I can tell you what happens. Everything is the same in the story. Ariel obviously goes off to the Sea Witch, she gets her legs, she can't speak. Um, and then Eric, um, finds this other woman who he is set to marry. Um, Um, and Ariel is like, oh, oh, dip. Like, oh, no. And the way, obviously, she has to get him to kiss him, uh, kiss her or, like, fall in love with her and stuff. But, obviously, it won't work if he's marrying another person. And then she will, you know, she will be on land forever. Actually, I don't remember the consequence. Either she'll be on land forever or... Oh, wait, no. No, she won't be on land forever. Anyway, so she... Obviously can't get him to marry him. So she talked to the witch and the witch says that um, before the third day is up or before that timeline, because I don't know if the timeline is the same in the book or not. But before this timeline is up, if he doesn't fall in love with you, you have to kill him with this dagger and then sprinkle his blood over the base of your foot and then your tail will grow back and you'll be able to come home safely to the sea. So she was like, oh, yeah, OK, uh, sure. She was already suffering with a broken heart with the fact that he clearly fell in love with someone else. So she at the end, she stands there by his bedside, knife glinting in the light. And she hesitates. And there's like tears streaming down her face. Eric is peacefully asleep. The knife clatters to the floor, and she turns to bubble. The end. Like, what? That is the end. When I first... Because I came across that story, that, that version of the story first when I was a kid. Because in my primary school in Malaysia, um, we had, like, those huge A3-sized books. And so I was, like, reading it. And I was just, Oh, no, no. Yeah, I was reading it. And I was, like... I got to the end, and I was so mad. I was just, like, did someone take... Like, this was the first time I ever came across, like, a bad ending storybook. Or, like, I guess an open ending storybook as well. So, I was just like, um, teacher, did someone rip out the last page of the book? Because this just does not make sense. And I am not happy. And you are responsible for my unhappiness. Because I was like, no, this is different. This isn't how it's supposed to go. All the other stories are very... Happy? Why is this not happy? And I was just so my seven year old or is eight year old my seven year old brain could not could not process could not understand could not take it, and so it was just scarred into my memory for so long. And I'm just till this day I'm like wow. I sort of forgot about it for a little while, but now that everyone's talking about the live action. I just, I had to bring up the original, because I know some of you don't know about it, and I want you guys to suffer with me, because that is just so sad, isn't it? And obviously there is, like, a proper meaning for it here, this is a cautionary tale, it is a story to warn you about life, um, because Ariel is a very naive little girl, she, um, she likes to explore, she likes the she likes the unknown and one day she dives headfirst into the unknown because she falls in love um at first sight but that love didn't turn out to be and she died because of it right so this whole thing was to i guess um caution you against strangers and against love because love can be a very dangerous thing that because it really can like it can hurt you it can kill you inside even if it isn't like even if you are still alive, it can, it can kill you. Like love is just a very dangerous game to play, which is why you got to make sure that your heart when it's given out is to the right person who won't throw it away or step on it. Um, but who will cherish it and make sure you are never hurt and they will give their heart in return. And you both, you both will mutually be taking care of each other. Right? So that, that is the whole thing about love. And, um, It's just oh my god like I can't help but think about that story because it's just it's so sad it's obviously got a good meaning but it's so sad because she was just so innocent right and I guess that was the problem the fact that she was so innocent the fact that she was so trusting the fact that her heart was on her sleeve and she gave it away to the first person she saw that excited her she suffered for it like really badly. And I am absolutely heartbroken because, um, I saw this fic online, um, on AO3, um, about like the same, obviously following the Little Mermaid guideline, um, but the original one. And, um, obviously it's adapted to fit that own story. And I guess what, reading that again in like a modern, like as, as an older, like as a 17 year old rather than a seven year old, um, I guess it hit harder like it hit closer to home because like, i really fell in love with the characters they they really they really had something because eric eric knew eric no eric didn't know that he loved ariel but he did and it's just like it's just oh i don't know it's just so upsetting because it was a missed love it was the right person at the wrong time which is a trope that actually breaks my heart by the way and this this falls into that eric loved ariel and ariel loved eric but eric was under the uh, eric was under the notion that the woman that he was about to marry was the person who saved his life and that And was like he was indebted to her and it didn't help that she was beautiful so his heart was a bit confused with with the fact that Ariel was just always by his side um he just didn't see it he didn't see her as a potential suitor right um and it's just and the way it ended and Eric will never know like that is the one thing that is also another thing that I hated about this story because I wanted to know how would Eric react to the fact that Cinderella Cinderella what? How would Eric react to the fact that Ariel's now gone? Because there's no body. There's no body left behind. She just turned into bubbles. She turned into sea foam. How would he react to this girl that's always been, like this odd girl that he found by the ocean, who has always been by his side? Suddenly, suddenly she's gone. And obviously, like I said, he knows, he doesn't know that he loves her but he does and her sudden disappearance has to have hurt and I wanted to I wanted to see his reaction like I wanted to see the after the end you know after that part I wanted to see what their life was like what what about Ariel's family you know like Ariel was a rebellious girl she lived without like King Triton like even knowing and it was just how would they know like they just think that she ran away. They don't know she's dead. The sea witch is the only person who would know, which is King Trident's little sister, by the way. She's the only person who would know, and you think she would tell anyone? Nah, no, this is just another happy business deal. She's got a box of voice. She's got Ariel's voice still with her. You know? Like it's it's just it's so tragic and um I keep wondering of the what ifs. Because how would Eric react? And this at this point I am just I'm just thinking in my own head. He would wake up and he'd be looking around for Ariel, not seeing anyone, the person he would usually hang out with, and she's just gone. What belongings did she have except for that fork by her... ...headdress, right? No one has seen her. Oh, and maybe, maybe he finds a dagger by his bedside or something. He keeps it. Puts it in his belt. Wonders what it is, but feels like it's important. So he keeps it. And sometimes he would look to the ocean where he first found Ariel at the beach and wonder if she's out there. And maybe he would imagine, maybe he would imagine her by the sea waves like it was her home. Because somehow deep inside his heart, he knows that that is where she belongs. And that by his side, that was not where she was, that was not where she was supposed to be. But now she's happy and she's run away back to where she belongs. Doesn't mean she's happy about it. Doesn't mean he's happy about it, but it's where she belongs. And now she's with her own. And he's just, he thinks about her every day. But as the days pass, the ache, the ache fades, but the ache is always there. And he will always remember his first love. And I think he will eventually realize that that's what that feeling was. Maybe he'd be telling the story to his grandkids or something. And he's like, well, I met this girl and they're like, oh, did you, they'd tease him. Did you like her or something? He was like, yeah, I guess he could say that I loved her. But it wasn't meant to be. Boom. Yeah. Such a sad ending. I just feel like that would have given me more comfort. Even, like, just to see his suffering... <laughs> <laughs> because how dare you not know? You know, like this is your fault. You blind man. Now okay, Nah, no, but actuals though. Um, I wanted, I wanted a prop. I just wanted more closure. That would have given me closure. Seeing him happy, but seeing him still think about her instead of just ending with her like fading into foam. Like what happens after? Oh, and I wanted to see what happens to the family. Well, King tried and look across the entire sea the seven seas and figure out ever figure out that his daughter isn't alive. Maybe maybe one day the Sea Witch does tell her tell him. Maybe she does tell him just as she kills King Trident and taking over the throne. And King Trident will die a sad sad man. <laughs> so yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just it's it's a really sad tale. Um, and I'm sorry I can tell you guys are just really upset about me for you know explaining this original story like the original story of the Little Mermaid because obviously we get a happy ending they get they get a wedding and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Ariel's daughter has her own movie as well um but yeah I know you guys are really upset about this but like I'm going back to my roots. My very first like my very first time doing a podcast episode, um it wasn't on Thoughts and Theories. It was with me and my friends um Cardi and Kayla um in I think The Grim Truth and it basically talks about like the stories written by the, some of the stories written by the Grim Brothers that have been adapted to um to fit the 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 disney image right and i i don't remember which stories we talked about i think it was rapunzel and Beauty and the beast i know rapunzel was there maybe cinderella uh i'm not sure we talked about a lot of different stories in planning but only two ended up uh being in the show so yeah i guess i'm just going back to my roots what can i say i miss i miss it quite a bit i um it was really fun uh doing it with them but it was for a school project so that's that that was the end of it, but yeah, I'll let you guys sit on this for a little while. Um, as I'll maybe we need something, maybe we need something cheerful. Um, so I'm gonna bring Sebastian back at it again, our favorite crab slash lobster slash thing, um, and he will make us all feel better.
0: Ariel, listen to me. The human world it's a mess. Life under the sea is better than anything they got up there. To see. Up on the shore they work all day Out in the sun they slave away While we be in full time Floating under the sea <laughs> Now you or the fish is happy As after the waves The fish on the land ain't happy They start because they in the bowl. But fish in the boat is lucky They in for a worse fate one day when the boss get hungry. Yes, you go beyond the page. Oh, oh, under the sea. Under the sea. Nobody beat us, fire us and eat us in fricassee. we watch the land, folks, loves the cook. Under the sea, we have to hook up. We got no troubles. Life is the bubbles under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Since life is sweet here, we got to be here naturally. Even the sturgeon and the ray, did the, the, the earth start to play? We got the spirit, you got to hear it under the sea. The top play the half the place play the bass, and they sound the chop, the bass play the brass, the chop play the top, the flute is the duke of soul, yeah. the way he can play the names on the strings, the chop, and all the black fish, he sing this belt and this front, they know where it's at, they know that blowfish fish blow. Down here, no half a jamb here under the sea. Each little snug here, cutting a rug here under the sea. Each little snail here, no half a whale here. That's why it's under the water.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Oh, that I just love that song so much. Under the sea. <laughs> It's so iconic, especially the the um meme online. Um, there is no question. You should kill me. <laughs> oh God, apologies for my off key singing, but um, yes, that song is just hilarious. Um, and it's it's just it's such a banger as well. Like in a way, in like unironically, it's just it's such a it's just such a good song. Um, but I wanted to go back to the issue that I briefly talked about in the beginning before the whole color thing um I want to talk about like live adaptations like in general ju- not just Little Mermaid but like in general because it's always been pretty I guess problematic oh well not problematic but and if ev- like I said before in every adaptation there's always something that people don't like because either they make a small change to the plot or the character just didn't turn out the way it should um yeah usually there's like three big issues about it one is the plot changed in a way that they didn't like two the casting choice they didn't like three some sort of cgi problem that they didn't like that is from what i find is the three biggest issues about these live-action films. Um, Sometimes it can be about music and stuff like that. Um, That falls under technical things, I think. Um, I think that falls under CGI, personally. So some sort of technical issue. Um, But yeah, so uh, like I said, my biggest issue has always been the dresses because the transformation has always been a big part of the movies that make the movies what they are. Um, I just wanted to say, obviously, Beauty and the Beast is not a perfect... um, it's not a perfect adaptation but then like it's not a perfect film but then again there's no such thing as a perfect film because that's like objective right um so but i do have to say that it is very close to being perfect because they it it follows the classical it follows a classic disney plot as much as possible and um it's just it's great. Like it follows it pretty much to a T and um the acting choices were great. The dress was great. The music oh the music was great. And it's just like I think I think other people need to take some notes because that was genuinely that was good. I don't actually remember if they made any differences to the storyline from the from the original. Actually, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, with Mulan, I know they changed, um, the storyline quite a bit. Uh, Mulan has a younger sister. Um, she has this, uh, martial arts, uh, power thing called Chi. Um, (laughs) there is no, there is a witch or sorceress who can transform into a hawk uh she is also part of the story a new character that we've never um come across and um oh i don't know i just hate it so much i really hate it and i know the actress was a bit controversial as well because she i heard that she supported um the police brutality in china um and when they are also the what i didn't like about the movie because i was trying to Boycott it. The movie was filmed right next to uh, a concentration camp, and I was like, and they didn't do anything about it. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, they couldn't do anything about it because they're a film thing. But like, I don't know. I just it rubs it rubs me off the wrong way, and the actors and everything. I don't know. There's there's just so many problematic things about the movie that I don't want to bring into at the moment. But um, I think. I think they changed one of the problems about that movie, personally, of course, other people might like this aspect, but I don't, um, is that they changed too much about it. It went away from the roots because obviously, obviously the Disney version is very different from the traditional Chinese story and the Chinese, um, the traditional Chinese stories, um, obviously has no Mushu. There's no Lucky Cricket. There's no dragons or whatever there's just it's about a little girl who wanted to protect her injured dad so she's doing it for the honor of her family and goes to war that's it and then she comes like she isn't some chosen one she isn't some special uh girl who was made for this she was doing it for her family because she loved her father so much and she knew with his state, he was going to die out in war. So, she went out to war, won it, come back. She came back and she took off her armor, put her dress back on, put on some makeup, sat in the garden, and hung out with her family. Like, that is what the story is about. The, sto- the message behind the story is the fact that anyone, any little girl at all, can be special they can do honorable things they can make a difference they can be strong just as mulan can because she was just a normal girl it's not that she hated dresses it's not that she wanted to wear pants all the time and she loved fighting and stuff like that and her f- the whole construct of like the whole um strict uh tr- wom- like um i guess way of being a woman back then like it's not like it suffocated her like it would a lot of other people no this the traditional Mulan she thrived in that sort of environment she didn't want to be in the army forever she was just trying to save her dad and this message that any girl can do whatever she can if Mulan can go to war and survive and still be like a badass like woman in a dress it's like I don't know, like, it's just, it's such an inspiring message, she's not the chosen one, she's us, we are her, she is us, we can all do what she can, sort of thing, and it's just a really inspiring movie, and it's just, it's great, that is the traditional story, and of course, Disney has to, um, come in, and, uh, no, the Disney, the, um, isn't exactly bad, I like it, it's, I grew up with it, but it, it it is different from the traditional story, and it happens with all the stories, so, I ain't mad about it, but, Obviously, they have to add their own fantastical elements. So there's Mushu, um, and there's the Lucky Cricket, um, and things like that. And it was it's still it's still a really good show. It, f- it still follows the fact that she did it for her. She did it for her um, father. And at the end of the day, after after getting the emperor's favor, she came back home, put on her dress, and she was chilling with her father. And the prince had to come to her. For like you know, <laughs> for dinner, for like to, to meet the parents, and he was the nervous one and stuff like that. Like it was just it was really nice. It was it was a really nice classic movie, and it was there was also that thing about her, um, about her uh, getting betrothed to someone, and like how she didn't. It wasn't really her thing, but like it wasn't like she was. Because um... it's something that I really don't like about some of the. Uh, in, like, books or TV shows about the really, I guess, badass, quote, feminist, unquote, people is that, oh, I am so, I am so cool that, uh, and I am so independent. I'm such an independent woman that I frown on anything feminine. I don't wear dresses. I wear pants, you know? Like, I hang out like that. And I'm like, isn't that so ironic? Isn't that so ironic that, in order to be an independent woman, you have to reject anything feminine. Of course, some people would like to do that. And yeah, that's fair enough. But why is it the main ones that we, the main representations we see in the media of an, a badass independent woman, they always reject femininity. And I don't like that. Of course, it like I said, it, it can apply to some people. And yeah, you can do you. But I want to see some variation. I want to see an independent woman who still loves to wear dresses, who loves to wear makeup, who can strut it in the streets with her dress and heels and still not let a man walk all over her. Like, you know, like, she doesn't need to be like a sword fighter pro to be an independent woman, you know? Like, I just, I can't, I can't. I just don't want her to be a damsel in distress. Like you can still be in distress, of course. It wouldn't be a great movie if there wasn't any distress. But I want her to save herself, sort of thing. I don't know, that sort of vibe. Whatever. But like Mulan, um, it's the same thing. Like she obviously went to she went to war and it's um at the time of it's like a very masculine thing to be in to be in the army, to wear armour to like fight with swords and do archery and things like that. So the fact that she came back in her normal dresses and she talked to her father and it was, everything was so normal. It was so nice. It was nice. Um, so she went back to her roots in the Disney adaptation. Um, I, Like I said, I haven't seen the live action because I'm boycotting it so hard. Um, but I have heard enough about it. I don't actually know if she, at the end um, she goes to her roots or not. But one thing I did want to focus on. Remember how I said she's not the chosen one. She's us. Yeah, well, in the in the live action one, that was completely thrown out the window because it's clear that she is the chosen one, like because she's got a lot of chi or whatever. And by the way, what is chi? Like I know in a lot of um, martial arts movies or TV shows or whatever, there is um, there is usually some sort of uh, spiritual force to help with the martial arts to make it a bit just that much more right. But I just don't understand why it was needed in this film. Like, okay, I can push that aside. She, whatever. Um, And, like, the thing is, what I, she, because the thing I didn't like about it was how Mulan, even since she was young, she could do this, you know? Like, she's always been into this sort of thing, like martial arts. Um, And it was just, it just called to her, right? Um... Because I'm not saying it lessens what she did for her father, but it lessens the risk of what, like for sure. Because when Mulan first stepped into war, she knew nothing. She was just a woman pretending to be a man. She's never had to do any heavy lifting for in her life, and now suddenly she has to kill these soldiers. She has to fight with a sword, and it's it's very different. It's a very different environment, and it's a learning experience, right? But she perseveres, despite it being completely different to everything that she's used to, completely different to what um I guess her feminine aspects she does it why? because of her country, because of her dad they're counting on her, and she has to do it for them, so she does she succeeds she succeeds but in the in the live action, when she does take the mantle from her father, it's less of a risk because she already knows how to fight and in fact her mom and I think her dad as well have been trying her be- their best to stop her from fighting because it's unwomanly but now she's in her she's in her element which is what I don't like because the war shouldn't the army should not be her element it takes away an aspect of her character in my opinion and, it, of course, like I said, everything I'm saying in this video, in this um, podcast, is all my opinion. And I don't like it. Like, it's just, it It really does take away the she's us. Because, of course, some people can like martial arts and fighting, but that isn't, that is a smaller percentage than the, than the average, like, you know, the average uh, female viewer. So, it's just... I just didn't like... I didn't like that part about it. And the whole thing with that, that sorceress being like a shapeshifter as well. Like, what? I just... Like, her turning to Hulk and stuff like that. Like, her being the real villain. And didn't she, like, try to... Didn't she try... To, oh, okay. I don't remember. It's been a while. But I sort of blocked it from my memory because of the amount of absolute hatred I have for this movie. But um, didn't she didn't what did you did you try to get like um mulan to join the like the dark side or whatever or like to join to tell mulan to be like a to be like her apprentice or something like as a sorceress or whatever and then in the end the sorceress sacrifices her life to protect mulan like what i'm so confused what is your purpose woman like what is your character's purpose and there's just so many aspects that I can't exactly talk about right now because, like I said, I haven't seen the film. So there may be a few inaccuracies or I just don't have enough information. But all I know is the bad things. I do, I'd have to say, um, the the posters do look really good. The posters look really good um, and it's just, it's really nice. And I saw some of them online and it I just thought, wow, it really does do a nod to the classics. The posters, I do have to give them that. The posters look good. Um, but just the storyline is so different. And that is an example of a bad adaptation, in my opinion. The adaptation is far too different than the classics. Of course, you can make a few changes if you want. Um, You don't have to follow it exactly the same. Uh Like, n- not necessarily like, you know, Beauty and the Beast. But you can't make that many changes. It just, it doesn't work. It takes away, like, I don't want you to take away, like, the main value, like, of what a character the 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 main values of what makes a character a character, like for Mulan it's the fact that she's just any regular girl, and she's doing this for her family, but now she's a chosen one. It's like what no, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that um but yeah, so bringing back to the little mermaid because I know I got a little a little off topic there but um going back to the little mermaid, um changing her character from uh i guess a white character to a black princess um i don't see an issue with it because like i said adaptations can make slight like, differences if they want um they yeah so uh because it doesn't affect any it doesn't affect any of her values or the way she's brought up or anything like that and plus i saw the um leaked cast for her sisters and would you take a look at that it's a very very diverse very diverse cast. There are um all of the, there's like people of color. I think there are two white princesses there too just to add in a little bit of flavor. <laughs> there's two white princesses. There is um a few Asian princesses and I think a few more black princesses as well. I think they changed the name of those characters though, so I don't know if they're completely re- replacing those characters or what. I'm not sure. What I'm saying is um it's not it's it's like it's just it's a very diverse casting it does make me it does come into the question though who king trident has been around like damn who are you zeus no i'm kidding now um but yeah no it's because on in the original movie i was always under the impression that you know fishes when they when they give birth there is. It's always in like huge clusters, right? There's always like lots and lots of eggs, so and they all like get. They all like hatch or whatever. I don't know how fish work, but like they, there's always like lots of lots of spawn. <laughs> so I just assumed they had one mother. I haven't seen it in a long time. I could be right. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Um, and they just you know, their sisters in that way. Uh, and they're very, like, active, but, like, no, it's, it, from, judging from this cast list, it seems like King Trident has been around, but, you know what, fair enough, we don't know the lifespan of fish, <laughs> we don't know the lifespan of mermaids, they can, they could live up for hundreds and hundreds of years, and if you live for that long, I guess monogamy just isn't a thing, I don't know, I don't know, um, but, yeah, so, I think, um, I'm going to end it there, Have a good day, guys, and I'll see you when I see you next time. Thank you all for joining me today on Thoughts and Theories. I hope you've learned something new or taken away something to think about. I hope to see you all next time. Till then, this has been Thoughts and Theories with Asha Ama Asri.
0: This podcast was produced by Or FM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the Air.